Thomas's presents Tackling Traffic with Tom. Good morrow. Tis your reminder to savour the morning with Thomas's breakfast. And while you may not be able to control what occurs on your commute, like your horse and buggy popping a wheel and axle on the way to the schoolhouse, you can control what you put atop your soft but crunchy bagel and the toastiness of your English muffin. So do take the time to savour the morning with Thomas's. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This morning on the third hour of today, On Edge. Fear over a possible banking crisis, sending Wall Street on a wild ride. One of the largest banks in the world now borrowing tens of billions just to stay afloat. What it all means for our money and the economy. Plus, beach bummer, dude. We can see it on the satellite data. We see it. It's coming. Waves of smelly seaweed threatening to crash the party at some of the most popular beaches in the U.S. When does it arrive and how long does it last? Then later, pure madness. The NCAA tournament tipping off and we're going to break down the brackets with our madman, Steve Kornacki at the big board. And we are super excited to catch up with the stars of the new Shazam sequel when Zachary Levi and Lucy Liu join us live today. Thursday, March 16th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Dylan here with the whole gang. We've got Al, Chanel, and Craig. Good morning. And we are already in for a treat this morning. We love when there's sugar on the table. Uh, Why is that, Dylan? Well, we're about to sample a very new product. It's a very special Bobka. Bobka. And for those of us who are Seinfeld fans, you can't even say the word Bobka without thinking of this classic scene. That was our Bobka. We heard that Bobka. <laughs> What's this one? That cinnamon Bobka. Another Bobka? <laughs> another Bobka? That's, that's yes. right. There is another Bobka, right. and it's not bar. cinnamon. Chocolate. This is actually in honor of our very own Al Roker. You hey. can see his picture there right on the front of the Bread's Bakery package. Aww. It's here in New York, and they debuted this pocket full of sunshine Bobka. Hey, that's right. We wanted to do something kind of bright and sunny yeah. in the morning. Okay. So it's a, a slightly tart with a refreshing lemon cream. Uh, and so they, they, we, we, they actually tested about five or six of these mm. before we huh. hit it right. Uh, I stopped by yesterday. They're right on, Ooh, on 6th Avenue. That's uh, delicious. Uh, I met owner uh, Gale Peleg, and this is the best part okay. about this babka. The proceeds go to benefit the charity No Kid Hungry. Oh, that's so nice. if you're here in town, uh, there's there are a bunch of bread's bakeries, mm. but the newest one is this one right here on Sixth Avenue, between Forty Eighth, Forty Ninth, Thirty Rockefeller Plaza. What so, people also probably don't know about this Bob, because Al Rooker himself actually baked every. <laughs> I did. Every I squeezed all the lemons. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. He's been well, working on this. Boom. Room for will you hand deliver all the orders? Uh, no, I will not. Okay. But good job on the Bob. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? For a good cause, which is what's most important. From Bob. Welcome to Banks now. Uh, the big news of the morning, of course, the growing fears over a possible banking crisis in this country. The latest concern, one of the world's largest banks, Credit Suisse. Overnight, that bank accepting some $54 billion from the Swiss government to stay afloat. And of course, this follows the collapse of two smaller banks here in the United States. And as you might imagine, the news sent Wall Street on quite the roller coaster ride yesterday. Our business and data reporter, Brian Jung, here to break down what it means for your money, what it means for you. Before we dig into what happened at Credit Suisse and how it's different from what happened um, at SVP, for folks who might be watching and listening, 
who are thinking, you know what, maybe I just need to take my money out of the bank for mm-hmm. a while. Maybe I need to put my money under the mattress. What would you say to those folks? Yeah, look, a lot of these headlines are very dizzying, right? The banking system is not an easy thing to understand. But what we need to know in terms of the average American and how to handle their deposits is that what's happening at these banks isn't necessarily happening to your bank. And experts mm-hmm. that I have talked to have made a, a healthy recommend, a healthy reminder that for most banks and credit unions, your mm-hmm. deposits are insured up to $250,000 per depositor per account, which means if you have less than that, which is most Americans, Mm -hmm. then you don't have to worry, even in the worst case scenario of the bank that you have your money at goes under, you're protected up to the amount. Something really important to remember as we continue to process these headlines. So I guess folks are worried about like ripple effects. So what does it mean? What's the difference between, say, a a Credit Suisse and a First Republic or this SVB bank, SVB bank? What is it? What is it? Yeah, well, I mean, every bank is different, but the two banks that failed over the weekend were primarily banks that deposit businesses, not necessarily our savings accounts, for example. Credit Suisse and First Republic, the two banks that we've been watching over uh, the last day or so, are a little bit more consumer-facing. The one in in Switzerland, Credit Suisse, uh, that's actually one of the 50 largest banks in the world, so that is a concern. We're starting to see deposits come out of that bank, but the Swiss government said that they would come in to provide liquidity if needed. Mm -hmm. And here stateside, First Republic, which is a San Francisco bank, Bank. They bank a lot of businesses as well, but they are a little bit more consumer facing, more high net worth clients that might have more than $250,000 in that bank. We're also on watch for that. But again, just because we saw what happened at SVB doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen to these banks as well. well. This whole banking crisis is sparking fears of a recession. People are worried about, is this going to be 2008 all over again? Should people be concerned? Yeah, the important thing to remember is that the banking system now is very different than it was in 2008. And that's because the response after the mortgage crisis, the regulators and the uh, politicians down in Washington legislated on a relatively bipartisan basis efforts to try to make the banking system safer. It doesn't necessarily mean that those banks won't fail. But if you think about it like dominoes, the dominoes are a little bit more spaced apart now, which okay. means that banks might be able to fail, but it won't take down the whole, the whole rest of the thing. banking system yeah. with it as well. So it's not like a domino. Yeah. Exactly. Brian, you're very good. Yeah. I just <laughs> want to ask real quickly for folks watching at home, do they need to be doing anything or at some point, what flag should they be looking for? And it's like, okay, now I should do something. Yeah. Again, with your bank deposits, $250,000 is the line. And by the way, if you have more than that, what you could do is take the excess and put it in another bank. Another because again, one. it's okay. per depositor, per Split account. And again, you should, I think we should also point out if you're, if you're married as well, it's 250 per, per deposit. Right. So yeah. it's 500,000 if you're, if you're married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're separate accounts. Yes. But and the other thing too is that the stock market is very volatile, right? So if you're thinking about retirement accounts or your stock portfolios, experts that I've spoken with has said, just keep the long-term view and stay the course. Don't nec- I mean, it's going to be rocky certainly right. when you look at markets, yeah. but just make sure you stick to your strategy. Any idea okay. what the Fed is going to do next week? Oh. Well, the expectation is that they will probably raise interest rates again, but maybe by a smaller amount because one of the issues that kind of led to SVB falling was higher interest yeah. rates. So they're gonna really going to have to thread the needle on You're that You're so one. good. You should have some babka. Oh, I would love babka <laughs> for Brian. Babka <laughs> for Brian. There you go. Thank you, Brian Chong. All right. You want to go to the beach now? Let's sure. Go to the beach. Okay. Well, from babka to, 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 to the beach. To the beach. Yeah. Except it may not be the pristine look that you're expecting because there's this big concern now along some of the most popular shorelines in the country. Slimy, smelly seaweed is washing up a lot. In fact, there's a lot more of it coming. Let's go to NBC. Sam Brocky's live at the beach in South Florida with the latest, I don't know, it looks fine to me behind you. <laughs> hey, Sam. 
Yes, the problem is not right now. Chanel, good morning, guys. Good morning. It's called sargasm, and it actually soaks up CO2. It provides shelter for marine life. It's not all bad. What you don't want, though, are heaps of it during popular vacation times. Over my shoulder, you'll see there is some seaweed here in Miami-Dade County on the shorelines. That is normal. It's not the problem what you're looking at right now. The issue is what this could be within a matter of weeks. As satellite images right now show, this may be a record bloom. Surf, sands, and seaweed. Enormous mounds of brown, mucky macroalgae are now floating towards Florida. It's been like more and more, and like sometimes you cannot even get in the water because it's all in the border. The popular shores of South Beach are only speckled with this kind of seaweed called sargassum so far. But in several weeks, that's likely to change a lot. The fresh stuff is lighter, the dead stuff is dark. Dr. Stephen Leatherman is a coastal scientist at Florida International University. He says some of the clumps currently coasting through the Gulf of Mexico and Mid-Atlantic will arrive by the end of March and last through the summer. We can see it on the satellite data. We see it. It's coming in masses, huge masses of stuff. Leatherman says scientists aren't entirely sure what's caused the explosive growth, but pollution from fertilizer into the Amazon and deforestation in Brazil likely play a significant role. With the current crush of seaweed in Mexico, a potential preview of what's to come. With sightings already this month in Key West, Antigua, and the crowded Mexican resort of Playa del Carmen, preparing for up to three feet of buildup. It's important to note this phenomenon is not the same thing as the invasive red tide. These two things connected? No, they're totally different species. And the good thing about the sargassum is it is not a harmful algal bloom like red tide. In other words, it's not going to affect the seafood, the fish. Uh, you're not going to be hurt. The biggest issue with the seaweed, a serious rotten egg smell, not ideal for tourism. Would more of that influence your desire to come out here to Miami Beach? Yeah. Yeah. Officials from South Beach to Broward County are spending millions to clean up the seaweed and get in front of the problem. In Fort Lauderdale, they're converting it to compost. But there will also be a lot to recycle. Part of the Great Atlantic Sargasm Belt, the seaweed spans roughly 5,500 miles in the ocean from West Africa all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. The sargasm does provide shade and shelter to marine life before it degrades offshore, leaving local governments to clean up the mess. Naturally, I uh, might be asking, is there any way to stop this stuff? Some local governments have erected barriers off of the coast to try to block it, but there's two problems with that, guys. One, it's very expensive, and two, in a busy hurricane season, a storm could just come and completely wreck it. So the odds of that working are not good. No sarcasm involved here, but it does appear that sargasm is here to stay. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Wow. thanks. You can take well that done, Sam. a whole new level. Yes. Yeah, Although I will tell you, down the Yucatan Peninsula, and Sam kind of uh, mentioned it, along the Mexican coast, they've been dealing with this now for the last several years. Really? It yeah. is. You know, you've, they literally have armies of people mm -hmm. you know, raking, clear it away. raking it in the morning and then at night. The problem is it does smell so bad. Yeah. So, like, you're sitting on the beach, even if you're not going in the water. Yeah, it just messes it's up just, the vibes. Yeah, it messes right. up everything. All Good right. news. Okay. Sam Brock. Thank well, you, Sam. coming up next, we're going to break down the brackets as the NCAA tournaments tip off. We've got our Wizard of Odds, Steve Kornacki, here <laughs> to tell, if, tell us if there's a method to the madness. <laughs> then later in Food for Thought, he's no starving artist. That's because he can eat his art. Meet the guy creating some amazing portraits in the kitchen. Oh. What is that made out of? We'll explain. Third hour of today. I'll be yeah. right back. That's cool.
Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. If we're talking basketball and brackets, then it can only mean one thing. March Madness is upon us, and we have our very own Coach K. (laughs) NBC News national political correspondent Steve Kornacki is going to help us prepare for tournament tip-off today. Good to have you, brother. Good morning. Best four days for basketball fans. We're going to go from 64 teams today to 16 by the end of summer. All right. You know, everyone fills out their bracket. We've all done it. And the goal is to have the perfect bracket by the end. How realistic is that expectation? Yeah, so 64 teams, that means there are going to be 63 games played between now and the championship. So to go 63 for 63 in your bracket, I'm just curious, what do you think the chances it's of that It's got to be like one in like six million. Really? Actually, way more than that. Yeah. It's got to be like Ten one million. In- one in four million. It's a lot higher than all of those Whoa. combined. A couple, a couple billion, right? How about this? What? One. In nine oh. quintillion, oh, 223 quadrillion, 372 trillion, 36 billion, <laughs> 854 million, 775,800. First of all, that alone was, was so close. That you just said. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so what a, can you look at past performance? And give it a bit of a prediction for the future? Yeah, I mean, so there are, look, ultimately my experience with these things, I think everybody's has been, you have the big office pool, you have people who spend days poring over all the data, and then somebody likes the logo or they like the mascot, and they win the bracket. So there is an element of luck that's involved in this. But there are a couple things I think to keep in mind. Number one, you're looking at those 16 versus one games. The 16 is the biggest seed, the one's the biggest favorite in the tournament. Since they went to this format back in 1985, the six 16 seeds record against number one seed is one and 147. Oh, wow. The okay. one winner, anybody remember this one? UMB. Yeah, UMB. Over Virginia. The Retrievers wow. knocked off the Virginia Cavaliers right. in 2018. Well All sure, other man. 16 seeds huh. have gone down to defeat. But then you have all the upsets. Right. We do have, on average, 12 and a half upsets per tournament. Upset defined there as more than a two seed gap between mm-hmm. them. Okay. If there's one you want to look at in your bracket, I think yeah. usually in the first round, the 12 seed against the five. five 12 oh, wow. of the last 14 tournaments, at least one 12 seeds knocked off hmm. the five. And sometimes 
A couple of 12 seeds have done it. And by the way, you always look at those teams that are coming in hot, that won those conference <laughs> championships. You say, that's it. They got the momentum. Seven of the last ten winners of the tournament national champs actually did not win oh, their conference yeah, championships. So a little counterintuitive. Yeah. We keep that in mind, maybe. So I like kind of look at this. I circle the first thing that comes to mind. I have two nephews who go to Alabama. So I've got Alabama yeah, going, all, pick. going all the way. But that's actually not a bad pick. So who are we looking for, really, in the men's and the women's tournament? Yeah, no, and, you know, look, basically two. Two-thirds of the time since they went to this format, a number one seed has won the national championship. You mentioned Alabama. You see them up here, the one seed. The tournament committee listed them as the top overall seed, so the best of the best. So Alabama, big expectations coming into this thing. Only once, though, in the modern history of this tournament have all four number ones actually made it into the final four. So you are where are you going to see the upsets here? A couple places I'd look. I wonder if Purdue is a little bit vulnerable yeah. here. Mm-hmm. They got probably the player of the year, seven foot four. You're going to hear a lot about this guy, Zach Eady, but it's been more than 40 years since Purdue actually made a run to the Final Four. They've had a lot of disappointments. I'll tell you, there's one game I'm really looking forward to as well, and that is the the game between Iona and UConn. You oh, can see him right yeah. here. The pick? legend Rick Patino. He landed at Iona. Iona. He gets a shot at wow. UConn. It's going to be have? a fun game. So my bracket, what we always call annually the kiss of death, <laughs> who am I going with? I'm going with, uh, well, that's, that's the women's tournament. Oh, here it yeah. is. Here's the oh, here's my women's tournament. Okay. Here. Huh? My national champion on the men's side, I'm going with Duke. <laughs> Duke. Okay. And at any other point in All the right. last three decades, this would have been Chalk City, but Duke is a five <laughs> seed this year. They're the underdog, okay. and I'm going with Duke. I've got Houston. Houston. Who do you have, Al? Kansas. I have Alabama. Who do you, I've got Alabama. I have Alabama beating Duke in that Kansas. He's actually got a round. score written down. Oh, wow. You have? And I've I have got, Kansas, of course. I've got Bama. Matt Greenfield, our senior producer who went to Duke, he's – He's very pleased. He's I heard somebody ear. in very my ear. I like know we're out of time, one. but real quick, the women's tournament. Yeah. Who, I mean, I mean, who are you looking at? Craig, you're going to like this, but oh. South Carolina, oh. they are the new UConn oh, they in are. women's All basketball. Right. Wow. They come in undefeated, the defending national yeah. champs. I think they're going to run right through. What Dawn right. Staley has done at USC is nothing short of remarkable. That's Put them yeah. on the map. They are All the right. best program. Uh, uh, Steve Kornacki, yeah. you got it. The Oracle of Oz. I love it. All right. Well, coming up, food for thought. Meet the talented guy who discovered a passion for creating art you can eat. And then, Shazam! Oh, special effects and everything. We're sparing no expense. We got Zachary (laughs) Levi and Lucy Liu here in studio talking superheroes, dance parties, and how he got Dame Helen Mirren on a skateboard. Shazam! With one wheel. Third hour of today will be right Wait, where's your lightning go? We couldn't pay for it twice. Shazam! We couldn't pay for it twice. We can get it out. Shazam! We can get it out. Back now with some food for thought and an artist whose canvas is a plate. You know the old (laughs) saying, don't play with your food? Uh Well, Harley Langberg does, and he's creating feasts for the eyes. I'm a food artist. I've done hundreds of pieces over the years, and something that started out as a hobby, I could see myself doing for the rest of my life. Harley Langberg is a 34-year-old dad and partner at an investment company, but his side hustle? Playing with his food. His creativity dates back to his childhood. Having grown up in New York City with some of the best museums, galleries, street art, and then taking art history classes, I've had such an appreciation for art, and my favorite is mixed media. And in a sense, that's what I'm creating today. 
While studying for a business degree at Northwestern University, Harley also completed a culinary program before moving back to the Big Apple. I was living in the meatpacking district near Chelsea Market. They had a food art photography exhibition throughout the walls of the market. And I remember standing in front of each piece for like 15 minutes, you know, just admiring it, trying to figure out the ingredients. And I said, you know what, I want to try this. Since that moment, nine years ago, Harley has put his own flavor on paper, or should we say plates? Once I decide on an image, I will take that image on my iPhone, go right to Whole Foods, as I'm running around the produce section, trying to match up all the colors and trying to match up the textures. And then I'll get the ingredients, come home, get to work, take out my cutting board, my knife, my food art plate, and my toothpicks. Over time, he's tried and tested the most fruitful ingredients for food art. Cookie dough is such a fun ingredient to work with because you can dye it any color. It's almost like clay or Play-Doh. You can mold it, you can shape it, you can sculpt it. I almost always use either eggplant or plum and turnip because it looks really great when you photograph it. One of the most unusual ingredients I've used is dried anchovies. Silver and gray is a tricky color and those really have a natural, beautiful silver gray quality to them. Harley's menu masterpieces have included celebrity portraits, landscapes, holidays, animals, and more. One of my favorite portraits that I did is of Serena Williams. I'm a huge tennis fan, and when she retired, I wanted to do a piece that would commemorate this momentous occasion. And I used cookie dough that I dyed with food coloring, pasta, which I always love to use for the hair, Sarah belts for her clothing, and I wanted to create a 3D component, so I carved a lemon to look like a tennis ball, which was a lot of fun. Sometimes they'll just do a character. White Lotus was super popular and I loved it, so of course I had to do Tanya, which got a really great response from everybody. But one of my favorite pieces is my tiger. It's almost like ready to jump out at you. I use soy sauce to dye the mashed potatoes brown, rice noodles for the whiskers and the hair to really bring a lot of texture. And I used some yellow pepper, some red potato. Some of Harley's pieces take up to five hours to complete. One of the pieces that took the most time to create was my sushi platter Oreo. I remove the top cookie, I take all the cream, and then I mix it with food coloring, and then I will create an image on that cookie. And it's very challenging because you're working on a very tiny surface area, but you know, I, I really enjoy a challenge. For Harley's nearly 40,000 social media followers, his art is a sight for sore eyes and hungry stomachs. I think the fact that food is so universal and so global is really what gets people excited because they can see really like, oh wow, I had that for dinner last night and now it's, you know, a portrait. Not everything you do in life is fulfilling. I find that fulfilling, being able to inspire others. That's really cool. Yeah, kind of neat. Then he photographs it. I got a little thing here made out of cookie dough and some blueberries. What are your eyes? Tortillas. My eyes. Uh, are your glasses? Blueberries. <laughs> uh, cookie dough. Uh, uh, anyway, Harley <laughs> photographs the art. Then he either eats it or uses the ingredients throughout the week. Okay. Uh, and he made this uh, third hour art using uh, that cookie dough. So we should hang that in the third hour workspace. <laughs> That's right. We don't have one. We have a workspace? No. We do. Some of my Phoebe. Fifth floor. Workspace. There you go. Isn't that sad that we're all like, we have a workspace? We have a workspace. Yeah, you never come up to the world. <laughs> no, no. So that's what you guys do after the show. Nice. All right, still to come, we are sharing some tech hacks from Netflix to selfies to finding your car, how to get more out of your devices. But first, a super duo, Zachary Levi and Lucy Liu, are here hey. to talk about the return of Al. The lighting director is cursing. <laughs> we'll be back. 
You talk about a super treat. We got two of the stars of the long-awaited sequel, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. We've been talking about this for a while. You're very excited. Four years after the success of the first film, Zachary Levi returning as young Billy Batson's superhero alter ego, Shazam! (laughs) Billy and his foster siblings face off against the Daughters of Atlas. Goddesses played by Lucy Liu, Dame Helen Mirren, and Rachel Zegler. Lucy Liu plays Calypso, the deadliest of the trio who will stop at nothing to defeat the superheroes. Mm. Zach and Lucy, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. It's so exciting that this is now the sequel to the original Shazam. So, I mean, now you're a superhero for a second time. Yeah. So take us into this movie. It's kind of advancing the story from Yeah, so basically it's three years in uh, advance. So he was 14 in the first movie and a foster kid bumping around finally finds this chosen family that he loves and they love him. And now three years later, he's 17, almost 18, about to age out of the foster care system. Mm-hmm. So Billy is a little concerned that he's about to lose this family that he loves so much. And he's dealing with imposter syndrome, like we all tend to do sometimes. <laughs> sure. Because he's supposed to be this, you know, very competent leader of his new Shazam, you know, super family. But they're kind of bumbling through a lot of things. And then these goddesses come from the god realm and try to kill me and my siblings. So, you know, it's, it's intense. There's things, things are happening. I love that. That may have been the best summary of That's a it. film. We no, you know, right there. It is. An elevator pitch. We're at the end of the press tour, guys. I've been able, I got this thing down. And I'm like, and Lucy, who wouldn't want to be a goddess? I was reading this and it's like hard for me to believe that this might, this is your first superhero movie. This is my first. It just seems yeah. like, I don't know. I would have lost that on like Jeopardy or something. I would have felt like, and you've got Helen Mirren, Rachel Zegler. I mean, a dragon, the whole thing. My sisters. Your sisters. Yes, we come here basically to save our world. Mm-hmm. And our world is dying. And he has got something that we need. And that's why we, family to family, we, we you know. We clash. A little competition. Yeah, we clash. There's a little collateral damage. <laughs> a so, little collateral yeah. damage. Yeah. They lay waste town. to the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be damage. very clear about this. <laughs> um, but we have such a great time on the mm-hmm. set. So, mm-hmm. you know, outside of the, all of the, you know, chaos that occurs we just had a blast yeah. you have a connection with the with with everybody it seems yes. look at that especially your oh sisters my gosh. But we got along so well we have great chemistry and you know helen brought up the fact that we're so different culturally mm-hmm. uh even our ages but we just we are we feel like we are sisters i love we're that sisters for life as goddesses should be mm-hmm. as goddesses all are yes. exactly exactly Zach, speaking of, of of the dame helen Mirren, is it true that <laughs> you dame. taught her the dame you taught her how to ride a skateboard well, I wasn't a, not a skateboard, so I have one of these things called a one wheel. Oh, so it's, basically, it's got like an electric motor in the middle. It's like yeah. one wheel, and you kind of ride it like a skateboard, and you just lean forward and you lean back, Seems and it very moves. Dang- Ooh. If you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> that could be dangerous. Um, listen, the learning curve on it is a little steep, but once you get there, it's a lot of fun. So you're and risking Helen Mirren. Well, no, wait <laughs> yeah, a second. Let's not said. get ahead of ourselves. Okay. I, I rode this I thing all the time. There. She did not have a helmet on. She had a crown. She, she, she was fine. Listen, listen, she was fine. And I was like, "What are you guys doing?" I held her hand. We went back and forth. She was totally, everything was sick. Did you do this after the end of the filming? No, during the I don't know. It was somewhere in there. I love that. No harm, no foul. Okay. She survived. Lucy, I understand this guy is walking around with Bluetooth speakers playing musical. All the time. Even here. (laughs) Really? Here. You know, in the in the it's airport. right back there. Uh-huh. It's in the airport. Do you, what do you like his music? Yeah, what's choice? the music? I love choice? it. I love it. It's all varied. There's okay. musicals. There's pop. There's rock. There's jazz. 
all of it. Yes. And it's, it's and it always is right for the mood. I don't know how you do it. I listen. I, I, I tune into the. Do you DJ? Oh my god, I'm obsessed with this. It's so good. It's so I just good. look. Music makes life better. It's just yes, very it simple. And mm-hmm. and singing and dancing comes from that. And it's it, it's social lubricant. Everybody feels like yeah. you can all kind yeah. of be with each other a little bit easier. It helps the workday flow. Yes. So to the extent, of, listen, God gave us Bluetooth speakers. Use them. Yes. <laughs> social lubricant. Music yes. has wow. a social lubricant. I like that. That's a T-shirt, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. That's a t-shirt. Wow. Out of context. No one would really know what that means. No, that's not a t-shirt. That's not a t-shirt. Sure it is. Not a t-shirt. Guys, that is so fun. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. And Shazam! Fury of the Gods, it's out in theaters tomorrow. Can we do one more Shazam? Because it's over. All right, one more time. I'm going to do it again. Shazam! Speaking of superheroes, when we come back, we are unlocking. Did you know your phone has superpowers? Yes. Mm. Like a Bluetooth speaker. Uh huh. How to take a hands free selfie. Did you know you can take a hands free selfie? What? Yes. <laughs> Another great tech hacks we're going to show you in just a second. Then later in Shop All Day, the little attachment that adds serious power to your spring cleaning. Uh huh. Oh, We've got all sorts fun. of oh. stuff this morning. Oh, what could go wrong with that? We'll be right back. Put a little social lubricant on If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. We are back with one of our favorite segments because it always blows our minds, quite honestly. If you think you're savvy with your electronics, think again. Nationally syndicated tech life columnist for USA Today, Jennifer Jolly is here to show us some little known tech hacks. Good morning to JJ, you. So we fun. always love it when you come. Hi, well, I told you I still use my magnifying glass yeah, that you showed me on my phone. I'm excited about these. First up, mirroring okay. what's on your smartphone okay. to a bigger screen, to your television. Mm-hmm. First step here, make sure your smart TV and your phone, your smartphone, are on the same Wi-Fi. Once you do that, if you have an so iPhone... So let's say I'm watching today.com. I'm watching a video on my phone. Can yes. I make it go project on the big screen? Yeah, videos, families, photos. Mirror. It's oh, excellent photos. for that. So you swipe down, you tap those two little boxes right there. Mm-hmm. You Then if you have things arranged in a family photo album, you mm-hmm. tap that. Oh. And then I like to to tap those three little dots in the upper right corner and put it on slideshow. I set oh, my phone yeah. down. I walk away. It's Ooh. great for parties. So wait, what, what do you put on the phone or the TV itself? Do you have to like 
you don't have to do anything <laughs> other than make sure that your phone and your television are on the same Wi-Fi. But you've got to have it. one of those smart TVs. You have of. to have, if you have an iPhone, you have to have AirPlay. Right. It does yeah. have to have a Wi-Fi connection. Right. Works on Android devices. That's great. There yeah. are even apps that you can Great download. for a party. I, yeah. I want to ask you about these Netflix hacks. Oh, These secret my codes? Yeah. There are secret codes, so, like old school Nintendo codes. Uh, Remember I told you guys that? Okay, you know how no, Starbucks has a secret menu you yeah. can order off of? Mm-hmm. Well, Netflix what? has a secret menu of codes. Check this out. Thousands of various titles of movies, of shows, obscure anime, everything you could possibly think of that you otherwise really can't find. So all you have to do is go online. Uh, you can go to Netflix's own Tadum site. You go online. You grab a code that you want. Let's do kids education. Okay. You put it right in 10659. That's Whoa. educational. Wow. Kids. You can find these codes. Netflix has a site called Tadum, like T-U-D-U-M oh. or um, what's on Netflix.com. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Netflix-codes.com. Those are th- those cool. are three reputable ones. Right. Everything from like 80s to you know just everything. Huh. I love that. Cool. This works when you're watching on TV, also. It it works when you're watching it on TV as well. But the easiest way to access it is through your app, just like okay. I, okay. I you. Yeah. All right. So the, you've got another Netflix trip trick about deleting your history. Why do you want to do that? Okay, everyone has we that one guilty this. pleasure binge watch. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I asked my friends here today, I said, you know, what's that one thing you're embarrassed that you watch uh-huh. yeah. all the time? And um, uh, Married at First Sight came up on that so one. So wait, Love can you Island watch it up. and delete it immediately? Yes, you can watch it and delete <laughs> it immediately. Asking for a friend? Yeah. Or, no, she's or asking for herself. She's like, for like sometimes families, they'll watch like accidentally watch, you know, oh. too right. violent of a show. Yeah. So you can go through and in this is you go online. You can only do this through your account online. So you have to okay. log into your is account, this your account? On the internet. This is my daughter. She's uh, okay. twenty-two. I like the key and peel she's return of the substitute teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, she's a twenty-two-year-old. So yeah, that's my favorite. I know, yeah. Right? So she's so cool that she taught me all the cool shows. This is really. But cool. when I was testing this out, I accidentally went in and wiped out all of my viewing history, just oh. like making sure it all worked before I talked uh-huh. to you about it on the Today Show. So once you do that, you can't. Un- Hide it. That's you okay. can't undelete it. Okay. So that's why I had to use my daughters for the show and tell here. Now, you guys, this one might be my all-time favorite. Okay. And now, do we have the car? Sorry, I got all excited about the selfie. We have a car thing first. Yes. Okay. So where, every, you, you forget car? where you park your car. All right. the time. Right? Everybody okay. does it all the time. Yes. You write it down. You take a photo. No, no, no. You say, hey, Siri, remember that I parked my car right here. <gasps> no way. Here it comes. She drops a pin. Then when you come back to your car a little while later, you say, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Where's my car? And wow. she guides wow. you right cool. back. Just remember. And it's right it. over here in the studio. Look it right. is. It's right here in Midtown. That's cool. yeah. Okay, now to the selfie thing. Okay, you're so now I'm about. sorry. I'm so excited about this. So, worst thing about selfies? Right. You gotta yeah. hold it. Selfie yes. arm. Yeah. How do you hold it and how do you yeah. push yeah, the press button press. at the same time? This is a shortcut. And I showed you on an earlier mm-hmm. show uh-huh. how to access your shortcuts. So, you add that shortcut and then you say, hey, Siri. It's selfie time. She's going to count us down. She's going to take a selfie. I call her a she because we're very close now. Going to take a selfie. And everybody left. 
Well, our Wi-Fi. No, it's it's a it well, just you know what takes it is? a second. Oh, there it is. Okay, you all look cute, and I look <laughs> well, you crazy. Had to talk but that's so cool. And it automatically really cool. saves it in your photos. Jen Jolly. Jen, thank you. Never disappoint. Thank you, Jen. That's, that's fascinating. Wow. Craig's always like mind blown. Because uh, I'm processing. I know. <laughs> all right, up next, it's Shop All Day with some spring multitaskers like a makeup game changer, a secret brush that does four jobs. We're going to show you how it works when we come right back. Siri, show us how it works. Thankfully, winter nearly over, spring. Time to get things done, folks. So today's episode of Shop All Day is all about multitaskers from beauty to home, some items that work in more than more than one way. So here with a preview is Shop Today editorial director Adriana Brock. Don't forget, scan that QR code to see all of the products featured on today's show. Good morning. You're hey, morning. Good dressed morning. for spring. I, I love it. So ready for spring. I think we all are. Yes. Um, I think a lot of people are too, which so, means it's time to refresh yes. and revamp. And let's everything. get our skin ready because yeah. it's, it's very dry this winter. Exactly. So this lotion is It's from a brand called Verse. It's a little bit newer on the market, but it is really great because Mm -hmm. it's made with retinol, so it's multitasking. Body lotion? It's a body lotion, but it also Mm. has retinol, which is an anti-aging ingredient that dermatologists swear by. It helps sort of like regenerate your skin. Um, Mm. And so this is great because you get tightening and toning over time, Mm -hmm. visibly reduced lines, really good from head to toe. And we have a discount for you guys with 20% off on the website. Look at how useful my hand looks now. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah, you look seven. Exactly. Um, Okay, let's talk about these brushes. This is a four-in-one makeup brush. This is a four-in-one makeup brush. This is great. This is great for travel or on-the-go touch-ups. We have a video here of our uh, (laughs) colleague, Alexa, who literally did her whole face of makeup in like record time. So oh, anything wow. that's going to make my morning routine easier, Absolutely. get yes. me out the door quicker, I'm all and for. And if you're traveling, just take yeah, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you have to bring your whole makeup exactly. back. Yeah, and you can literally do everything. Fast. Blush, concealer. Yeah. <laughs> She's moving very fast. All right. Fast video. What about this? Okay. Clear mascara. So I don't know if you guys have ever used this. I thought it was like a serum. No? No, it's a clear mascara. So a lot of people like this to get like a no makeup makeup right. look. So really natural mm-hmm. on your lashes, but... I really like it to tame the eyebrow hairs oh. or the little or fly the flyaways. Aways. That's what I so like. So another it for. good like makeup beauty staple to have. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to bag. not roll your eyes. That's what I'm gonna need you to do. Well, it's it's not my fault you don't have flyaways. Exactly. <laughs> well, now something for the guys. Okay, All right. for the guys. Let's get That's some power fun. tools out because oh these, this is, let me, full disclosure, drill is not included. Oh. It comes with these three brush heads okay. that attach to your cordless oh. drill to make spring cleaning easier. So guys, and, and we get, sorry? And fun. So maybe the guys will clean the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. the guys clean the bathroom, help out with all those chores. No one likes to use elbow grease. Uh-huh. It does the work in like half the time. Mm-hmm. Super easy to use. Now okay. this is my favorite Favorite of the morning. Yeah. A vacuum designed specifically for toys. That's yes. really cute. All those little plastic crates. If you guys have ever stepped on them, yeah. Yeah. you guys know the pain. Oh, it's connected. Yeah, it's already on. It's cordless. <laughs> it literally picks up all those bricks. Oh, wow. Really easy to use. Wait, I love that. Yeah. Wow. But it picks oh, let me them tell up you, so you can good suction in it, too. Yeah, it's That's really good great. Good suction. And One more thing to spoil our children. No, but you know what's also really good? A mom actually invented this. That, mom that is three, brilliant. And she said, you know, I was so sick of the mess. Yeah. Kids never clean up. So and then you can make- jump that out into a bin. It doesn't get mixed up with, like, your exactly. trash. Exactly. Right. This another- is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Sorry. And another great thing is that when you open it up, uh-huh. um, it actually separates the bricks from the, from the dust. Okay. So you can see oh. it here. So you take out this little tray, and you could sort of shake so it off. So it's still also oh. cleaning it. Yeah. Oh. So it cleans them, too. How do it go? Oh, 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 oh. oh. 
You want to do so easy a three-year-old can use it. Hold it with two hands. Somebody go out and get a three-year-old. Gotta make sure you hold it with two hands, folks. Be sure to check out Shop All Day. Spring multitaskers. Streaming today, today, all today, all day. Third hour of today, right back after. Pop-Pop's got to clean that up. I got to clean up the cleanup. Before we go, we wanted to tell you about a very important special on NBC News Now. Teens under pressure, mental health, and social media. Savannah Sellers talked with a group of young people about the challenges they're facing. So you want to hear that conversation. Tune in tonight, 1030 on NBC News Now. Tomorrow, NFL icon Joe Montana and Cincinnati Bengals QB Joe Burrow. And Rob Riggle, tomorrow live. Have a great day.